These motherfuckers ain't stopping me. (laughs) (laughs) Man, I don't know what I did with my camera. It is somewhere. As you can see, I still have not unpacked everything I need to unpack. Nigga, it's stuff in my garage I've never unpacked, so I understand (laughs) exactly what the fuck you mean. Ooh, child, I've been... That is one of the things I've been avoiding like a mother bugger. When I, um, when it cools down, I'm just going to throw everything in my garage away. Except for I got a, a dinner table that I'm going to sell that my parents had like an extra one of. Because when they bought the house, they were like, yeah, we don't like this one. <laughs> yeah. Um. I was getting ready to like start going crazy with my living room. One of the crucial pieces did not ship uh, safely. So I still got nothing. (laughs) You know, I was supposed to go furniture shopping with my mom today when I went over there. Mother Nature. So. Hey, we've talked about it before. Still in here, just chilling in my room because I don't have living furniture. Sitting in your room like Brandy. (laughs) I have bar stools in a bit. Hey, you do it better than I was. When I moved out, (laughs) I had a couch, a bed, and that's about it. About the same. <laughs> I, um, my sister came over and helped me uh, put together my uh, my TV stand that's still in my living room. My sister bought me that for a housewarming. Um, that table we first recorded on when we when I moved in this house was my dining room table. That little old as mid century modern uh thing. Mm-hmm. Hey, I miss our old setup when it was just it was rugged in this room. <laughs> it wasn't shit. <laughs> back in the days. Back in the days. Right. We had a dollar to dream. <laughs> <laughs> like this podcast survived on your prayers. <laughs> Ooh, we honey. We done been through the fire. Um, I've had a lot of people reach out to me. I guess, like, since our last episode, apparently I sounded depressed. I don't know. Really? What did they say? Like, it's just been, I, I don't know. Like, you ever have, like, a season where people, like, reach out to you a lot? Yeah. That's kind of, like, where I'm at. People, like, are sending me uh, book suggestions, album suggestions, checking to see how I'm doing. And yeah, I feel loved. That's also dope. But I'm in a I'm in a decent headspace. Like it's definitely been. I had a couple friends. Had a couple friends reach out to me like that, like a couple months ago. Like you've been on my mind. Oh, child, if you only knew. Right. That's the other thing. Like I'm like, no, I'm good now. But a couple weeks ago, nigga. Y'all don't have no fucking clue. <laughs> Mm-mm. 
Like it was different, bro. But uh thanks to everybody checking on both of us. It's always uh it's always an honor enough to know people are listening. But for people to yeah. reach out to us is even more just to make sure that we're good. Um yeah, I feel like we just both fanned out last uh episode on Beyonce. Yeah, we did. Which is funny that the read finally came back and they did the exact yeah. same shit. <laughs> we didn't have a choice. Right. <laughs> when the, when we needed the most, they both disappeared, but they came back. <laughs> you can't be a real Beyonce stand and have a platform and not stand out platform. Like, right. It just Speaking it's of just impossible. Speaking of which, <laughs> these motherfuckers ain't stopping me. Hey, I see you, big dog. <laughs> you that girl? I'm that girl, <laughs> <laughs> bro. My box finally came late as fuck. And then, Ooh, like, what all was in the box? So it was, it was a really nice box. Uh, had like uh, Renaissance uh, on the inside, and like almost like Renaissance paintings, like Beyonce shit. Um. The shirt, which isn't the best quality, but I figured it wouldn't be because it was so cheap. Mass produced. Yeah. I mean, I got a box for $40 with a shirt, a CD. That I haven't opened the CD yet. Um, I'm excited because like uh, she re-edited the album after uh, she put it out. To take out Spaz and uh, take the Khalees sample off. The Khalees thing, yeah. So I wish I had got the vinyl, the limited edition vinyl. Because then you would have had some That's a valuable thing. OG shit. Right. And I got the CD. I haven't opened it yet because I'm like, maybe want to sell it down the line. I don't know. I usually don't. participate in things like that like i have a kendrick lamar signed album but i've never listened to it um but usually i'm one of those people that i just open uh things that would be collectible and be like yeah Yeah. fuck it yeah it's mine (laughs) it's just like i have a original uh vinyl run of uh my beautiful dark twisted fantasy and i just played the fuck out of that album man I still wear that album out. Right. But having the vinyl, I've warped the vinyl now. And I'm like, God, oh, it, it ain't no value in this shit. But I mean, it's, it is what it is. I wasn't going to sell my shit anyway. Speaking of which, I need to get you a housewarming gift. Oh, I know. This is dope. Niggas care about me and my house. <laughs> <laughs> I was, I've been thinking about it. I think you don't have a Bluetooth speaker, do you? Yeah. It's somewhere in the, the burrows of the <laughs> shit that I have. <laughs> it's a pretty good It's a smaller one, but but it's by Sony. So, I mean. Hey, Sony. It packs a punch. I'm going to get you something, though. But I, you know, 
if that's on your spirit, nigga. <laughs> I feel like it's on stop you. as like uh your uh soon, <clears throat> like audiophile and training friend. I have to do you something with music. Yeah, like I just feel like it has to be audio related. I'm gonna work on it. I'm gonna get you something though. Cause I've been trying to think about what to do. I just didn't know if you had like a I need to get another Bluetooth speaker for my living room. I think what I'm gonna do is I'm gonna set Any, up anything anything that you any way you bless me, Lord. <laughs> <laughs> anything that you <laughs> Um, like, I, uh, I, I've been thinking like for my house, eventually I'm going to get a different setup in the living room. I'm going to have this one in this room in there, but I've been thinking about trying to set it up to where I have each house in the, I mean, each room in the house has a speaker connected to the nice system. I feel like, you know, that'd be some elite shit. <laughs> Yeah, that's some real grown man shit. I know. He's like, yeah. <laughs> some juice shit. But. Yeah, I've been, um, once I get my living room situated, I'm going to fully finish my kitchen and bar area. But, like, I feel like I really need to get my couch, and then I can start mapping everything out. I really, like, I thought, you know, my coffee table is going to come in. I'm like, okay, cool. Coffee table. I have a coffee table on a couch. I'm in there. Like, I can at least come yeah. home and chill and sit on my couch. Right. But then the coffee table fell through. And then I was like, oh, damn it. Have so, you been looking on Facebook Marketplace? Yes. And literally every time I find something, because I found these dope-ass black leather chairs. Because I'm looking for a black sofa. But this girl was selling these like damn near new, like nice ass black leather chairs for a hundred dollars for both of them. Mm-hmm. And I just need one. So I was going to see if she was going to come up off of one. But even if I had to get two, like I would have figured it out. And I messaged her immediately and she didn't message me back for hours. And by the time she did, she was like, yeah, they're gone. And I was I like, hate this is what I hate about Marketplace. Like, I feel like I got really lucky on Marketplace. Like, like initially, like I got that table that I was telling you about, like from uh the one we used for the podcast table first. Mm-hmm. And then I actually got Cooper off of Facebook Marketplace. Oh, I didn't know I didn't know that. Yeah, like uh have been looking for Bulldog Zuckerberg. Coop Zuckerberg. I loved it. <laughs> <laughs> That's his new nickname for life now. Coop Zuckerberg. That's fucking amazing. Coop Z. <laughs> Coop Z. I got that nigga off it. Um, I have been trying to get like this. I don't know if you can even get dogs off of Facebook Marketplace now. But back then you could. Yeah. I was trying I, to get I was a, say I've never seen a dog be on Facebook Marketplace. Yeah, I think they stopped doing it. But originally... Like when Facebook Marketplace first started, it was just trying to get rid of Craigslist, which, bro, I ain't heard nobody get that off Craigslist in a, a long time. Man, this dude I work with said that he found his uh, newest roommate off of Craigslist, and I was like, that's some sketchy shit, bro. Yeah. <laughs> hey. I'm not. 
I'm not that girl. <laughs> I don't want nobody's Craigslist roommate. Hey, that, you might as well just be like, oh, I'm looking for a serial killer to move in my house. Facebook wild enough. Craigslist? You ain't even got he no profile. about how the dude is weird, too, and I'm just like, I mean... Craigslist is for the weirdos. <laughs> it's like that uh that nigga on TikTok. <laughs> <laughs> you met the nigga on Craigslist. What the fuck else did you think was gonna happen? But yeah, I got something else off of Facebook. I mean I've I've got I got this Mac of Facebook Marketplace. Or cheat. Somebody was just trying to get rid of it. That's the thing about Facebook Marketplace. If you in there checking it every day, you could come up on some shit. Mm-hmm. I be. I listen. I have been searching because I listen, I go through a rabbit hole because I really want like <clears throat> I really want a specific vibe in here. Like I don't want it to just be like basic shit. Like I really want it to feel a little bit more like artsy and curated. Yeah. And the table I got was perfect for what I wanted it to. I don't even think I showed you. I'll show you. It's very. Um, I think it's aesthetically me. But it's not your basic coffee table. Tilted a little. And oh, can, is it circular? Uh, secular? Or whatever, spiritual, <laughs> lyrical, yeah. miracle, spiritual. Why can't? Why won't it do it? Okay, I can see it. And yeah, it was, it was broke. Yeah, the top, the top part is glass, and that bitch was shattered to <laughs> hell and back. And I was just like, bro, that's why they be putting fragile fucking boxes. Y'all just don't be caring, huh? These niggas do not care at all. So now I'm just like, in between, like, do I try to, like, get them to send me another one? Do I just look for a table here to avoid what's happening again? Because if I get them to send me another one and again, I might, might be my 13th reason, for real. Like, I'm, I'm ready to have to get there. Because uh, everything else I have, like in the cart, I know what I want. I'm just re- like I just get all at one time, you know. Yeah, I, I got the apartment. <laughs> <laughs> he had enough, and that was it. He didn't have nothing else. Yeah, yeah, that's me. Hey, hey, but it's your shit. That's all that fucking matter. Hey, a dollar to dream. But yeah, I have literally like I know everything else that I want from wall to lamps to rug to curtains to you know, the extra little filler decor. I know what I want. I just have to get certain shit first. Like couch has to be first. Yeah. So I gotta go. I gotta. Getting my shit. I be getting lost on Facebook Marketplace. I be uh, looking for furniture. I be getting distracted. Be like, ooh, a camera. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, lost and distracted. Um. 
It'll come to me. But yeah, so have you listened to anything else besides Renaissance? No. <laughs> no. Uh, I saw Med Drops. I'm definitely going to listen to that. I just haven't. I um, I listened to it. It's it's better than most of her stuff since uh, what's the one that sat like Savage was on? Because I feel like that uh, was her strongest project. Was it set? Was, was it called Savage? No. Mm-hmm. I don't really know Meg's album names like that. Like um this this one was good. It's a uh, um I still need her to dig in. Oh, Fever. Fever is her best one to me. What's all on Fever? Um pull it up. Well, no, Fever isn't the best one to me, but Fever is strong because Fever's got uh, Cash It with the baby. Simon mm-hmm. Says. What's uh, another one that's on that? I can't remember. It's the one after this. One, yeah. So Sugar is the best one to me. That was extended EP. It had uh, Savage, Captain Hook, uh, hit my phone with Kaylani. Stop playing with Gunna. Yeah, that's the strongest one to me. But yeah, this Meg album's okay. Um, the the song with her and Lotto is good. I was yeah, actually I did hear the song with her and Rico Nasty was good, but I was hoping that that would be a little bit better. Cause Rico Nasty is a dope ass MC. Like she be spitting. And then uh the only thing I have listened to, uh, besides uh Megan's album was uh Danger Mouse and Black Thought put out an album and that shit is amazing. That's just some like uh lyrical miracle spiritual shit though. <laughs> when did they put out an album? Uh, was it last week? Yeah, I think it was last week because everybody gave that week after Beyonce. Like they were like, "No, not going in them waters." See, Beyonce is just gonna keep hitting us though. Like we finna get the next drop next weekend. Yeah, but that so, uh, can't I can't open my palate up for much else. <laughs> I, I I've been very specific about listening to other things like that. Danger Mouse and Black Thought. I knew. Danger Mouse don't miss with beats and Black Thought is one of the greatest MCs ever. So like I knew I was in safe hands and them niggas knocked it out of the fucking park. Uh I've been listening to that a lot and I've been listening to a lot of Dochi, her EP, even though it's like only like 20 minutes. She can fucking spit. Dochi? Yeah, D-O-E-C-H-I-I. <clears throat> She's on TDE. But uh, she has a song with Rico Nasty where they are going bar after bar. 
And that shit was dope as fuck. Like they were. Let me. I might. I'm pull it up. Hey. Yeah. I saw her her do a tease of a a music video with SZA the other day. Yeah. Hey, she could spit. Uh, She had another song. Slow Millie a little bit. Yeah, a little bit. She has so many different styles on the EP that I'm like, okay. And then she has a couple other EPs, but she had one song that went viral like on TikTok a while ago. But yeah, I like her. Uh, I listened to Flo Millie shit before Beyonce shit came out. It's cool. Um, I'm just ready to see how she progresses as an artist. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm trying to think any other new music. This is a jazz album. I've been Meaning to check out, I can't remember, remember who it is. It's a new group, but yeah, Beyonce got me in a chokehold still, bruh. I can't even pronounce when I get in the car, connect to Bluetooth, it's already playing thick. Like, what do y'all want me to do, nigga? Every morning I wake up, you know, that meme that they had with like Squidward where he just opens his eyes, and just these niggas ain't stopping me. <laughs> These motherfuckers ain't stopping me. Like uh, on the way to work, I be jamming out to be Beyonce. It, it's just perfection. And it's just like that meme I reposted on uh our podcast uh Twitter. Like where's Britney Spears walking up the stage and then it gets to the middle. It's at the end of uh Summer Renaissance, and it switches back to "I'm That Girl," and she just turns yeah. around. I'll be listening to this shit on repeat. This is the best Beyonce <laughs> album ever. This is still like out of this world. It's the best album. I, I just, I just wonder how she gonna put this. How she gonna do this three more times or twice more? Because isn't it three X? Yeah, but I don't. I also read what is other theory that the next one is going to be country and then the next one's going to be rock. Ooh, I can't wait for the rock. I can't wait for the country one. Beyonce I mean, country? I can't wait for anything Beyonce, but rock Beyonce, because don't hurt yourself on Lemonade. Right. And you know she got the best producers, the best musicians, everything. Hey. Ooh. This motherfucker ain't even put out the videos yet. Right. We don't have a single visual for none of this shit. The fans have been making their own visuals and I, all of these have been dope. Them putting America has a problem on anything is amazing. Yeah. That's true. the song that got me in a chokehold right now. The ones that got me right now is Cuff It. Uh, Cuff It. Church girl, plastic off the sofa, still Virgo's groove and honey, honey lately. Honey, honey is the one. It's it's a transition that happens in honey, like that second half. I'll be like, the last two minutes of honey are maybe the greatest thing that's ever been recorded. I'll be like, oh, it's a whole new song. Like it's so filthy, but Ooh. it's so amazing. I'm like, man, yeah. she was in her Birkin. <laughs> I love it. It's another song on there that kind of does the same flip. Um, um, 
I can't remember what it is. I also like Heated. I love the like beginning vibe yeah. of Heated. That's such a Drake song. Yeah, but that's she, exactly what I was going to say. That's that is the equivalent to Drake's passion fruit right there. Yeah, and he wrote it. He wrote heat it. We'll see. That's why he hey, he wrote heat it. He was like, let me put my bullshit out real quick. She coming. <laughs> that was some good shit. Good for you, Drizzy. Some light, you know what I'm saying? A little red Moscato. Okay. Nothing too crazy. Normally I do a cab or a Pinot. But I went on the sweeter side tonight. And I was like, mm, I don't want to be suited after two glasses. <laughs> I've been drinking these uh, seltzer, hard seltzers. All right. Man. From uh, what brand? It is fruit smash, so it's got a little bit of fruit in it, like two percent. Um, the berry blast one isn't bad. Where do you get them from? A uh, Mapco down the street. Man, I was in Walmart today, and you know them motherfuckers got Sonic seltzers. I saw that at Windmill. I started to get them. I'm nervous. Hey. I'm very nervous. If that cherry limeade is a hit, I'm going. Now cherry limeade, cherry limeade, and ocean water. Don't miss. Let's do a quick ranking of Sonic drinks. Okay, for me, my go-to is a lemon berry slush. It's when you got the uh, strawberry mix in there, and you got the real lemons. Can't miss. Yeah. It's. I mean, you, I just feel like a strawberry lemonade is the universal Southern lemonade treat. Everybody loves a strawberry and a lemon. I know it don't miss. It that don't is just miss. a Southern thing. Um. Okay, the lemon berry slush, the cherry limeade, the ocean water. Um. The smack your mama. The last, the raspberry lemonade hit, and that's pretty much a variation on the slap your mama. The slap your mama is just a raspberry lemonade with Powerade mixed in. Yeah, and I see my my Sonic concoction is a raspberry lemonade slush, but they do half slush mix. I tell them, and the rest of it Sprite. So it's like a good mix of like liquid and the slush, so it don't freeze up on you. Okay. I forgot you worked at Sonic when we were in high school. Hey, as a Sonic graduate, uh, <laughs> you got to learn the ways around. <laughs> Don't you hate when you be drinking a damn slushy and then halfway through your whole drink froze? That is so annoying. Yeah, it is. Or the worst is when they put just the mix on the top. It's like, bro, you gotta, you gotta even this shit out. I don't want to run out of the mix like a third of the way to the drink. See, that's another thing that little Sprite added addition it solves. If they only put the mix on the top, even if they put the Sprite on there, it's gone. 
confused. But yeah, um, raspberry lemonade slush, half Sprite. But you know what's really bussing? What? I don't know if you had them when they was a thing, but they used to have the cherry lime cream slushes. Yeah. I don't know if you ever had one. Yeah, I did. It's something about like a cream and a tart mixture that is just like yeah perfect. Like the tart of that lime with the slush and the ice cream. I used to get one of them a day. I swear to God. Um, what else are good ones? I love an orange cream slush. Yeah. Um. The watermelon creams. I forgot who put me on watermelon because in the in the, what whoever said it to me, I was like, ew, no. And then I tried it, and I was like, oh shit, shit buts. I'm trying to think what the cream flushes. I feel like people sleep on nowadays. When they first came out, everybody was on them. They also came back. Uh, I don't think it's like necessary cream slush, but it's a uh, a Sonic. What is it called? Slush float. Maybe it's something like that that they've had recently. Um, Sonic is really like the dessert place. Like we used to have banana splits. Uh huh. I don't know if they have them anymore, but oh. I remember, man, bro. What? Old niggas love the banana split. <laughs> I can't understand it. It does not look appealing to me at all. No. Let me get a banana split. Trying to make them damn banana splits in the middle of a fucking rush, having to slice them bananas. Because <laughs> <laughs> this is what we had to do. So we had to slice the banana, you stick it in a little tray, and you got to get your three towers of ice cream in between the bananas. And then you got to top it with the pineapples. You got to put the cherry on top of each tower. And you got to drizzle the chocolate on top. Then you got to close that bitch and hope it don't get all messy. That shit was a lot. Your fingers already be slippery from touching the bananas. All with Ooh. skates on. All with skates on. Hey, you a legend, bro. <laughs> <laughs> you a legend in these streets. And that Sonic by the house was the new Sonic, so you know it was jumping. So it was yeah. always busy as hell. There was never a time no. where it wasn't jumping. I still feel like that's the best Sonic in Huntsville, though, to be honest. Yeah, I agree. The rest of them feel dirty. And especially the ones where you go where niggas is there. <laughs> yeah, the one over on uh, Jordan Lane, I'd be like, mm-mm. Every time I go over there, they be out of something. Yeah. We out of popcorn chicken. We're out of fries. Like, damn. That's a management problem. When, like, you running out of supplies, that's straight up management. Niggas, them old ass niggas be trying to fuck these young ass fucking <laughs> employees. Oh. They'll get the fucking stock order. Hmm. They- how hard is it to get some french fries? Right. Like, Bro, I remember one time, like when I worked at McDonald's in high school, they ran out of fucking ketchup. How in the fuck <laughs> do you run out of ketchup at McDonald's? 
See, but the, how we used to run it, because since we was right there next to Kroger, if we ever ran out of anything like that, we just went to Kroger. Yeah. I remember uh, that's how the Burger King down the street used to be. That that Burger King down the street used to be the shit. And then and them left that like when he was the manager, that shit was legit. He ran on. I saw him the other day. Really? He was um he came in, they came in to fix, I think, our water filtration or something. He was in the back one day and I had walked through the door and I was like trying to maneuver around him. And I was like, oh, excuse me, excuse me. He was like, oh, hey, what's up? And I looked at him. I was like, what's up? <laughs> Shocked to see him. But um, I don't know. I honestly feel like Burger King in general has fallen off. Like, I got a waffle the other day from the one out here by Target. And the burger patties don't look like burger patties no more. It looked like an impossible Whopper and it wasn't. I'll say that. They might have just give you an impossible Whopper. I know, I, know, I know the flavor difference. That like I don't mind an impossible Whopper if I ask for it. I I have not when's the last time I had a Whopper? Usually when I go to Burger King, I, I usually just get like a double cheeseburger. Because I do like their double cheeseburger. Even better than McDonald's double cheeseburger. I always get a Whopper with cheese. I like uh, Burger King's uh, chicken sandwiches too. The Chick Kings. I never had a chicken sandwich from Burger King. Yeah. Burger King's breakfast be busting though. That's what like Burger King's breakfast is the shit. Their sausage... Croissant wishes <laughs> never let me down. The croissant wishes be croissant wishes. <laughs> <laughs> um, damn, what other fast food? I've been trying to like not eat fast food, but at the same time, I'll be like, man, I ain't got time for to pay twenty dollars for some bland ass fucking food. So I'd be like, let me. Go to my old stumping grounds. I did go to McDonald's the other day and I got a a double cheeseburger. It was good. I only get the chicken nuggets. I got um one day I did switch it up and I got the it was like one of the little cheap meals where you get two of the single burgers. And I got one of those trash. <laughs> I said, Yeah, this is why I only get the chicken nuggets. Fries too. I have gone to McDonald's and only got a, a fry. medium fry and a high C. <laughs> and, a, and a sweet tea. That's, that's me right there. And then McDonald's has the most abdom- like uh, undefeated Sprite of all time. Like when I went to Burger King the other day, I had their Sprite. It ain't hitting like McDonald's Sprite. McDonald's got that battery acid, honey. Right. McDonald's got that Alka Seltzer. McDonald's Sprite will cure COVID and monkeypox. <laughs> McDonald's Sprite got that oil, baby. <laughs> got that oil. <laughs> <laughs> That's what you gonna get when you got a stomach ache. Yeah. Fuck it, Go get you a McDonald's Sprite. Right. 
McDonald's Coke too, my God. Yeah, McDonald's Coke be hitting too. McDonald's, all their drinks be hitting low key. The fountain, the the McDonald's fountain is doing what it got right. to do. What the ice cream machine takes away, the fountain drinks give extra. That <laughs> hey, you can't oh. have too many good things. That's why McDonald's like, man, fuck the ice cream machine. <laughs> but as far as these fountain drinks and these fries, nigga, you go. We do got your coke. Right, we got your coke. We got your fries. Everything else up for grabs. <laughs> Um, one of the Dallas airport employees apparently got into it with a customer. And this was Spirit Airlines, which goes along with everything you've ever heard about Spirit. (laughs) (laughs) And I don't know what happened before this, but I do know that this employee was telling this woman to get out of his face because she was in his face and she wouldn't. And so finally somebody comes over and gets in between them and she got bold and decided to hit him while the person was in between them. Then another black man steps in after he was provoked and got angry and started charging towards her, another black man stepped in, basically, you know, saying what he had to say about hitting a woman this and a third. Right. And I get it, but I'm kind of tired of seeing this type of stuff. <clears throat> what do you mean? Because I feel like. I feel like if anything was reversed in this situation, number one, someone would have came and gotten between them way sooner. Um, and then too, like she waited until somebody got in between them just to try to start like getting physical. So it's like, you're going to wait until you get protection to try to whoop up on somebody, even though they're asking you like, she had plenty of space to walk away. And I've seen so many comments. Like one of the comments was like, she was being backed into a corner. You know, what are you supposed to do when you're backed into a corner? I'm just like, she wasn't backed into a corner. It was plenty of space for her to go on and get, get on. Like, yeah. Asking her to leave angrily. So sure. But you don't want anything to escalate, like remove yourself from the situation, but she didn't. And so when you when you keep going as far as being in somebody's space when they're asking you to leave, it gets to the provocatory point. Like now you're now you're antagonizing. Because you don't have to be right here in this space where you're at. So I didn't like that. And then I definitely didn't like when she wanted to wait until a mediator got in between them to try to start being physical. That's when he got heated because he's already mad. So you want to hit somebody that's already mad and expect that he's not going to do anything because you're a woman and he's a man. And I just feel like shit don't work like that. And if the tables have been turned, 
and it was a woman asking a man to get out of her face. Like I said, somebody would have mediated quicker and they would have, they would have said that the man was in the wrong for, you know, arguing with a woman. Right. And I was like, here this man is like asking her to leave and he's the one at work. So he can do that. You know what I'm saying? Like he can ask her to remove herself. Right. And then the black man at the end, trying to be a savior it's just like when will people learn that you can't you you can't just have your way with people you can't just get physical with people and expect for them not to do anything back to you like no i don't agree with men hitting women but i don't agree with people hitting people if if we're gonna go that far like there was no there was no reason that she had to get physical with him. Cause you don't know, you don't know people's limits when you do anything like that. And you don't know somebody's triggers or. What right. And I know she was probably thinking like, Oh, I'm a woman. So I'm going to be able to hit him and get away with this. And I just don't think that's fair. Especially when you've already pushed somebody to a point in their workplace. The thing, like, as a, a man, like, I get being upset about stuff, but we all know the rule. Yeah. Now, it's, there are women who will test that rule because, I mean, you're not supposed to hit a woman. And there are women that feel like because they're women they can hit men mm-hmm. and they'll be all right mm-hmm. there's a, a a very specific brand of like toxic woman that feels like they should be able to do whatever the fuck they want to do yeah but that's that's what this is right here but you can't fall into that trap as a man it's just like when you encounter like racist like people you can't fall into certain traps. I get if yeah. you fall in that trap and you do what you do, but it's just, you know, the rule, man. Like, you gotta walk away because it's only gonna end in bad things for you. Yeah, but imagine, though, imagine how many Karen's Eden probably had to deal with already at this point. Right. You know what I'm saying? That's what I'm saying, like, I don't like that they're, I don't like these certain type of women who really just feel like they can go out here beating up on men however they want to just because they know that the golden rule is that men aren't supposed to hit women. So they think that they can just go beat up on niggas and never get touched back. And that's just not like. Yeah, it it's not fair. Um, and I like when you sent me that, I had also seen this video where. Is this like is this white woman? She has some kind of podcast, but she was on TikTok, and she was talking to this black lady, and she was like, "Well, as far as double standards, how many of those do uh do women uh how did she say it? She said something like of like all double standards, how many of those do women not benefit from?" And I was like, that's a trash take, though. 
Yeah. <laughs> like, it's so many double standards that men benefit from. Mm-hmm. And like to try to like this girl, she's trying to be like the female Andrew Tate. Cause she also had this other video where she said that uh obese women don't deserve uh men that make six figures. Ugh. It's like, bro, everything ain't meant to be content, bro. Do people want to actually like stand on these points or they just want to be viral? I think it's gotten to the point where everybody's just trying to be viral. That's why I'd be looking at this shit as like these new podcasts, I don't trust that shit. Motherfuckers trying to go viral so they just say insane shit that nobody would ever fucking really say in real life. They just know they're going to get uh, clicks and content. I'm not selling my soul for that shit. Every. Everything we say, we really be believing. Now it might be in a, in that moment that we believe, and we might not believe it after we put it out. <laughs> but at the moment that we're recording, we be believing and really saying with our full chest what we say, and we also know the consequences of whatever the fuck we say. Mm-hmm. These new niggas, these young niggas, don't they don't have that shit. Like, oh, yeah, I just saw it. I don't know. It was something about it that just really irked me. Um, especially the man at the end. Yeah. It's like now, now you want to be a savior, but you weren't trying to get him off like her off of him or her out of his face. Like right. And like y'all wanna what y'all y'all wanna push these people to their limits. This is already a high stress job. Granted, you take on a high stress job. You're supposed to be able to deal with these high stressful things. Okay, cool. But at the same time, like they were loud. Yeah. Y'all saw what was going on way before it got to the physical part. Like, why was nobody trying to break it up earlier? Yeah. But also anything earlier. It's also a brand of men that be trying to save white women. Was she white? I don't know, but she wasn't black. <laughs> that's what i know it was there's a brand of people that be trying to like niggas be looking for a justified reason to beat another niggas ass too yeah oh he was hitting women so i'm gonna get to annihilate him that's another um that's another cooning thing to me i mean i i feel you i mean it's is that pandering? Yeah, let, me, let me let me go and 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 you know chastise this other black man in front of these other people so that they know that I'm not this type of black person. Right, I'm not one of these niggas. Right. Yeah, I I can see that also. Um, there. Uh, <laughs> the other day. Uh, somebody said, "Who are the most? Uh, who are the people on here that pander the most?" And people started tagging men that they feel pander to women. It was some nasty business going on. <laughs> like it was sick. Niggas yeah. was really in their feelings, and it was David names. It was like first forty eight on the fucking uh on Black Twitter. Yeah, 
Not naming names. These toxic niggas is naming anybody that just. I was waiting for my name to pop up. <laughs> I have been accused of being a panderer to women, and I was like, "Yep." Twitter comes for everybody eventually, and today is my day. <laughs> this nigga Juice is a fucking pandering panda out here fucking agreeing with women. He's quoting fucking Beyonce all fucking week. Oh, shit. But, like, that shit was, is wild. Like, people be really hate, like, I saw this one guy. He tw- he tweeted, um, what did he say? He said, the idea of straight men saying that uh, dating women who are homophobic is a red flag is hilarious. And niggas is like, what the fuck are you talking about? Like, don't nobody want to date no woman that's going to question everything he does as his manhood? Yeah. Or the gay people in his life, they're going to act fucking weird around. Get the fuck out of here. That's not pandering. That's just being a decent human being. Everything is a red flag nowadays. Like, that's the trend is to be a red flag. I I really need to just get off Twitter and quit bullshitting. Because these niggas, like, I'm so tired of these stupid-ass fucking arguments about dating and all this other shit. And then this was another thing. Did you see the thing about the black woman therapist? Mm-mm. Okay, so. I think it was last week. Somebody had posted on Psychology Today. It was an article uh, titled The Rise of um, Lonely Single Men. And. Let me see if I can. Maybe I have seen it. I literally be on TikTok, and every now and then I'll pop in on Instagram. Like it ended up a TikTok thing and Twitter thing, but one of the things that was in there was younger and middle-aged men are the loneliest they've ever been in generation. It's probably going to get worse. Oh, let me see. Where is it? But a lot of women and a lot of people were like reposting it. And one of the key points that was in there was dating opportunities for heterosexual men are diminishing as relationship statement, relationship standards rise. Men represent 62% of dating apps, lowering their chances for matches. And men need to address skill deficiencies to meet. Uh, healthier relationship expectations. So it was a lot of women uh, who were kind of spiking the football. Like, yeah, y'all be believing all this Kevin Samuels bullshit about women are going to die lonely when there's really men that statistically are more likely to die alone. And to grow older and not have partners or fulfilling relationships based on the way we've been socialized our entire lives. So after that happened, it was people making all these think pieces and all this other bullshit. And especially like there was like a, a segment of black women who were 
more so applying that to black men that they have dated, which that uh, that article was about all men. It wasn't just about black men, but mm-hmm. people were just applying it to the people they dated, which is normal with most social media things. And this one lady got on TikTok and said she was a therapist. And this is what she posted. One second. Say you need to expand your emotional vocabulary. It's so your life can be easier. Don't you want to be able to communicate with your bitch? I think, I think yes, right? Long gone are the days where you can just shut down. Bitches is not tolerating that. Like, it used to be where men provided financially or with schmeat and bitches can make their own self come and we can pay for our own shit. So I'm gonna need y'all to catch up on the emotional part. If a bitch is telling you, I need you to communicate more, open your fucking mouth. But you know what I realized? And let me let me back up, let me back up. A common misconception about me as a clinician is that 90% of my clientele have been men, black men specifically. And what we specifically work on is expanding their emotional vocabulary because a lot of y'all motherfuckers don't even have the words to express how you're feeling. So when you expand your vocabulary and knowledge of what you are experiencing because y'all are human beings who experience feelings and emotions, and don't have to choke that shit down no more. Y'all ain't had to choke that shit down since 2016. Anyway, if y'all are not in therapy, expanding your emotional vocabulary, your life just off top is going to be more difficult. When you expand your emotional vocabulary, you expand your awareness of yourself. When you expand your emotional vocabulary, you understand how you can navigate in this bitch. This fucking weird ass world that is so hard on y'all, like let's acknowledge that the world is very difficult for y'all, but y'all are not making it any easier, bruh bruh, you're not. When bitches are telling y'all to go to therapy, it's not for us, it's for y'all sad motherfuckers. Go to therapy, talk about that shit that's on your chest, you don't have to choke that shit down no more. Y'all are doing a disservice to yourself. And so let me, let me, let me sum this shit up. Y'all told bitches to elevate our standards. And at the cost of us elevating y'all standards, y'all got axed because y'all didn't elevate either. Bitches are not tolerating emotional abuse, emotional neglect. Step it up. Go talk to somebody. Go expand your emotional vocabulary so your life can be better, bitch. All right. Go in peace. A lot was said. Yeah, a lot was said. Um, I definitely did not expect her to be cussing as much as she was. But I guess, you know, when you're on TikTok, you're not, you don't have to be professional. Um, you go, you go, you go, you go. No, I want to hear you. <laughs> So, I don't know, like, yes, this is true. There are a lot of men who don't know how to express themselves. 
there are a lot of people in general who don't have the level of emotional intelligence they need to have to be able to get through life without harboring so many things at once. Um, but I also feel like there are a lot of women nowadays that make it hard for men to be emotionally in tune with themselves. Yeah. Because there's not a lot of women, I'm not going to say there's not a lot, but not all women fully understand what it means to be a man who is aware of himself emotionally and can communicate his emotions and boundaries and all this other stuff. Like so many women will take that as being too sensitive and being too soft. Um, so it's, it's just, it's a lot on both spectrums. But for sure, I can see why that's directed towards men. It's because that's how men have been socialized. Yeah. Um, the only thing, well, it's not the only thing. It's a lot wrong with that. She said <laughs> good things. I mean, well, I get where she was coming from. But. Okay, I'll say it like this. If you told me everything that she said, we kosher. Because you my nigga. You, like, you're a woman, but you my nigga. Like, we're friends. Friends can talk to people that way. Yeah. But when you're a random person on the internet and you say that you're a therapist, that shit don't look cool, bro. Yeah, that's why I was very thrown off by the, you know, how to communicate with y'all's bitches and right. you motherfuckers. And like, it was condescending. I don't, I can't trust you as a therapist if that's how you're she was talking tra- about your clients. Right. And then you say you have mostly male clients. So are you condescending to every male client like that? Yeah, to me, it makes it seem like you're annoyed by your client and how can you really truly help somebody when you're annoyed by them? The other thing is, all right. Uh, the second part of this is you are going on a rant about, um, emotional intelligence and being able to use emotional intelligence with your language and things. And you are not using emotionally intelligent words. So like, And then plus the whole thing, like the weird part for me was when she was like, it used to be where uh, you could use men for, you could get money. What'd she say? She said you can get money or or their meat. And it's like, bro, that's the type of shit that y'all don't fucking understand. Like not y'all, like all women or all black women, but like those type of people. You just made a man essentially just his dick. Or his money while preaching to us about emotional intelligence. <laughs> like how what lack of self-awareness do you have to where you don't realize that you're doing the same thing that white supremacy 
has done in this country since the beginning of time to make and black I didn't women. Even up. But the same thing that men have done to women. Yes. You're justifying a man. Yeah. But it's because people feel like men are not human. Now, there's a lot of monsters amongst men, not taking that away from it. But I've just seen, like, in normal conversations, I've seen women um, who are usually open-minded, so dismissive of men. And I understand it. But at the same time, as a man, I'm be like, y'all don't really understand how that sounds. Yeah. It sounds fucking crazy. Especially when it was people being like, so y'all the same people that tell us that we need to listen to the message with Kevin Samuels, but y'all don't want to apply it to this black woman. It's like Kevin Samuels is just an internet nigga. Right. He ain't, he ain't counseling niggas in real life. You're right. supposed to be a counselor. If you were trying to use Kevin Samuels as the pillar of <laughs> anything. And, and, no, please. No, get the fuck out of here. And then plus the same thing I would say about Kevin Samuels is you can't look past the message when the messenger is that on that bullshit. Because the same the people you're preaching to mostly have been traumatized by a nigga like you. With Kevin Samuels, certain shit ain't gonna come across well because you look like the nigga that's then traumatized them. Telling them to get over the shit. Mm -hmm. So your message to men is to tell them, quit being a fucking baby, go to fucking therapy, and get your shit together because it's harming you, talking to us like we're a fucking puppy. And then she went on to say that, you know, men going to therapy wasn't for us, but essentially that's what she was making it seem like. Right. Everything was centered about how we're affected by right. men going to therapy or not going to therapy. So exactly. it's like, right. Choose one argument. Now, I do think that men going to therapy and learning about our emotions, as especially as adults, is beneficial to us because, like I always say, uh, the patriarchy hurts men also it stunts our growth as humans mm -hmm. and so we're not the number one victim of the patriarchy or misogyny but we are also victims in a way but I it's just like I wish I could just like <laughs> just play samples of the times that I've heard this heard, like this women be like, well, I'm surprised that men have emotions or niggas don't really care about this, this and this. He's like, bro, we're fucking human. The fuck? Like, I know you didn't miss some awful ass niggas in your life, but we, we breathe the same air and bleed the same blood as y'all. Yeah. It was an interesting, um, <laughs> I felt like that matched the double standards argument. Yeah, it did. But this is where we also get a twist. <laughs> I love uh, this shit. 
Because I can just share all the. I feel like I'm a teacher. <laughs> like, ooh, let me pull this up for Kim. Oh, she got another one? Well, hello. It's your friendly neighborhood therapist who thought she could save these hoes, but got her job terminated as a result. Story time? I think yes. Shit you not, I posted a video on Monday telling men that their dusty behavior is only harming them and that they would benefit from emotional intelligence. And I shit you not, by Friday, didn't have employment. All of this started with the Psychology Today article stating that men are lonelier than ever because they have no fucking emotional skills. And I agreed and doubled down and told y'all that y'all lives would radically improve if you expanded the shit that came out your mouth. But instead of healing, y'all will do anything but that. Instead of being accountable, like, hey, this bitch see me, I stirred a little bit, y'all got so hurt, so hurt that you contacted Massa. Mm-hmm, that's exactly what happened. So first the post goes viral on Twitter. Cause y'all need fucking help. And y'all wanted to argue with bitches blue till they fucking blew in the face. Some of you hoes is not gonna be saved. And that's the conclusion that I've come to. So because this shit's gone viral, I'm thinking, okay, cool. We starting a discussion on mental health and people are, you might not like my fucking delivery, but motherfuckers is starting to talk, you know? Shaking the tables, I don't give a fuck. But then it turns into this entire crusade of attacking a black woman who serves the fucking black community. There were comments like, I'm going to find her credentials and report her because I told y'all to be better. Yeah, y'all are fucking weird. Y'all scream that y'all want to protect women, protect black women specifically, but have done nothing to protect this black woman who has been serving the communities. I have been violated in several areas and I'm going to outline each one. This article was written by a fucking black woman putting my full government and my place of employment. So being doxxed by a black woman, can't fake, kind of fucking hurts. And she never once reached out to me or contacted me so I could spend my side of the story. This is the article that spooked my fucking job and got me fired. Not only did she not have any regard for my safety, many other articles have been written as a result. Here are a few of them, just to name a few. Black Twitter has words for therapists scolding men to go. Thoughts. <laughs> she deserved it. Yeah. Because you cannot call yourself a clinical professional and get on the internet and cuss people out. And talk about niggas being ashy and all this other shit. Like, bro, how, like, if you're employed by somebody and you get on there and make yourself look like a fucking fool. You're talking about trying to help people heal and you out here like being derogatory about them? Somebody else was like, it's real stupid of her to lose her job because of going on TikTok. And then the first thing she does after losing her job is to go right back. Go to the seat like go to the scene of the fucking crime. And then wanna wanna blame it on other people. Like, girl, you put yourself on the internet like that right i don't understand how people can ever blame anybody for ratting them out when you have literally put yourself on a place where the world can consume 
what you're putting out. It's just like that uh, Supreme Dreams video, but like, that's you. That's in 4K. <laughs> I've never seen a clearer picture. <laughs> you put this on TikTok of all the apps, one of the most trending apps on the internet right now. And you mad that you got found? Right. You, so you, you didn't think nobody that you knew or worked with would just ever... <laughs> going to see anything that you did especially posting something that went viral right people you are went fucking, viral and thought it was going to be under the radar people are fucking dumb the funniest yeah, deserve that the funniest part now one thing I do feel like she didn't deserve I should say this I don't think that she should have been doxxed that is fucked up I don't think she should have been doxxed and her name shouldn't have been put out there and where she worked. I get her losing her job, but like people going out of their way to make that woman lose her job. is hilarious. But the other part of it is like, how do I say this? I'm trying to think. I try to think the best way to explain it. It's just the the idea that she was doxxed and name was put out by a black woman, but she was like, but these niggas. Right. <laughs> <laughs> these are actually niggas. Like, baby, the call cover from inside the house. <laughs> Women, hey, women will sell out women for nothing. Like, it ain't no loyalty amongst women. That's some wild shit. You can say whatever the fuck you want about niggas. Niggas gonna stand by niggas. True. To a fault. <laughs> but, I mean, but women are selling a woman out for a like from a man. That's some insane shit. Yeah, that is some like that. Like that pick me shit is that's a hell of a drug. Just for the validation of a man for one second, a woman to sell another woman out. Yeah, niggas look down on that shit. That's why we be. That's why motherfuckers be trying to make lists of panderers. <laughs> that's why y'all have the same friends for longer than we do. Yeah, y'all fall out because of one trip. I'd have been through hell with my niggas. <laughs> I, didn't, I remember after one bachelor party, I was like, I am not talking to any of these niggas until I see them at the fucking wedding. And we were leaving the town we were at and we all wound up at the same restaurant after fighting the whole weekend. And we were just dying laughing about the shit that pissed us off the day before. And y'all wind up in the same restaurant. I don't know. It wasn't even planned, but like, I can't remember. It just happened. And then we, we stayed at fucking Wendy's for like an hour and a half just laughing about stupid shit we did the weekend. That's how niggas get along. Yeah. <laughs> we'll be ready to fight you, or we might even fight you. It'd be like, oh, what's up, nigga? Y'all be fighting. Bro, the last fight. Hey, exactly. 
That's the other shit though. We don't like we let some shit slide, but some shit we gotta we gotta finalize that shit. <laughs> and then after like you know it'd be no no weak shit. Like if you lose, but like, hey, it is what it is. You good? <laughs> you good? Yeah, I'm good. Pass me that fucking boy. <laughs> You got a beer? Yeah, I got beer for you, bro. <laughs> That's how niggas get along. Yeah. Cool. Women, y'all see each other, give each other a weird look, and y'all be like, I don't fuck with this bitch. <laughs> <laughs> she just thinks she cute. Thanks for tuning in. You can find all of our links and merchandise at www.thesuburbanpodcast.com. You can also get your listens in on any of these streaming services, such as Google Play, SoundCloud, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, and Stitcher. Subscribe. Episodes come out every Friday. Bam, bam, bam.